Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Niket Kharazgi from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tessa Online. We're talking about business excellence. This is season five. And after this podcast, we shall be ending the season five and we shall move to season six, which is all about corporate governance. However, before I say goodbye to season five, we're going to discuss one more aspect of business excellence, which is customer focus. After all, business excellence is all about ensuring that we have engaged lifetime customers. Possibly that's the dream of every organization which gets into the process of business excellence. So fundamentally, whenever we talk about customer focus, it's so important to know who exactly is our customer. I think as a consultant, one thing I've realized is this is one of the most trickiest of the questions that organizations uh, tend to look for an answer for. Because a whole lot of times organizations have great products, but what happens is they just don't know who their customer is. And if you're going to take a beautiful product or a service to a customer who's not actually your target customer, the game is over. So the first aspect of customer focus is know who your customer is accurately, precisely. Once you know who your customer is, then obviously your communication is actually exposing your product or the service to the customer. And based on what you tell the customer, the customer forms an expectation. And if the customer forms an expectation about you, it is not the customer's problem. It's your problem because your marketing communication, your brand communication created that expectation in the mind of the customer. Now, if the expectation has been created, the expectation has to be met. And the moment the expectation is met, you satisfy the customer. But there's a problem. And the problem is anybody can satisfy any customer because meeting expectations is not too difficult. However, if the product is a base product, which is not a premium product, the expectations could be quite down to earth and therefore meeting these expectations is not a problem but today we're talking about a world where we are differentiating products we are moving into products which are uh, kind of operating in a premium segment and therefore as your price point and value positioning moves up the ladder at that point in time the expectation of the customer also starts moving up the ladder and therefore it becomes very critical that both the tangible and the intangible aspects of your service or your products must map up with the customer's expectation and if that's not happening and if there is a gap then obviously you're going to lose the customer acquiring a customer is much more expensive than maintaining a customer there is a customer lifetime value acquisition is expensive maintenance is easy but over a period of time a customer may not be delivering profits to you and at that point in time you may want to uh, kind of upgrade your service to the customer or maybe a lot of times tell the customer it's not becoming profitable anymore that's your choice 
Now let's talk about what happens if everybody, if all companies are easily going to map up the expectations of the customer. That means we're going into the next part, which is all about delighting the customer. The customer delight has an element of surprise built into it. It's so nice to surprise the customer. If you give some intangible, which adds value, and the customer says, wow, I didn't expect this. Now what is happening? There was a expectation that the customer had, and now you move beyond the expectation, and that's a part of a surprise, and therefore the customer got delighted. But the problem is, everybody can delight a customer in different ways. And now the customer also gets into a habit of looking for delights, because delights now become a part of the customer expectation. Therefore comes the next part, which is all about ensuring that your customers become your advocates. Customer advocacy is something that's so critical in today's market, which is fiercely global and competitive. How do you create an advocate out of your customer? And what is a customer who's your advocate? Well, a customer who's your advocate is a customer who's actually your brand ambassador or the product ambassador. Now, how do you do that? You do that by surpassing the expectations and delighting the customer constantly, continually. That means you're raising your bar of value every time you're interacting with the customer. And because you're constantly innovating and raising the bar of the value that you provide to the customer, both in terms of tangible and intangible, the customer actually starts becoming your advocate. That means continuous improvement process, breakthrough innovations, disruptions, they're all a part of uh, the customer advocacy program. Now, if you really want to operate in the niche of the niche, I'm going to talk about a scenario where your customer becomes your devotee. Now, who's a devout customer? A devout customer is a customer who waits for you, is willing to give you the premium that you demand. Now, how does that happen? This only happens when you constantly give value to the customer, which is beyond the domain of knowledge that the customer has. Therefore, continuous market research, continuous updation of technology, and continuously knowing the trends that your product or your domain is moving towards and being steps ahead of your competition will start creating customer devotees. Intense innovation is required to create a customer who's a devout customer of yours, and the service levels have to be impeccable if you want a devout customer. It is a strong bond that you can have. And if you're looking at business excellence, bare minimum, you can start moving towards customer advocacy. But if you really want into the journey of excellence and you want to do a superior uh, kind of work in the area of business excellence, it's so good to target, to create your customers who are your devotees. Well, is that possible? Yes, there are organizations which have made it possible. People wait in a line every time a new product is launched, and that's a sign of a devoted customer. They don't want to shift from your brand or your product, even if there are substitutes available. And now what you're doing is that your bargaining power in the market is much more appreciated because what happens is you're beating the competition hollow. Business excellence is all about moving into that niche where either you have customers who are advocates or customers who become your devotees.
look at where the gaps are in your product and your system as compared to what the market is offering look at the trends as to where your domain is moving and if you are able to be ahead of your competition and ahead of expectations of your customers you're truly on to the journey of business excellence thank you very much this is niket karasgi thank you for being a part of season five we're going to start season six this is all about corporate governance and ethics i shall see you there thank you so much once again